Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You are listening to Veggie Doctor Radio, and this is episode number 75. Hey, I'm your host, Dr. Yami. I'm a board-certified pediatrician, certified health and wellness coach, author, and speaker. I'm also a passionate promoter of the power of diet and lifestyle in preventing and reversing chronic disease and bringing joy and longevity into our lives. This podcast is focused on plant-based nutrition, habit formation, motivation, and mindset so that you can have the tools to live the best life possible. Are you ready to get started? Let's do this. It was then that I realized the effect of my behavior. This realization was a huge turning point. I knew that if I didn't address my relationship with my body and food, that it could potentially hurt my children and lead to the very issues that I was trying to prevent. Happy Sunday, veggie lovers. I hope you had a plantastic, amazing, delicious, loving, compassionate Thanksgiving. I would love for you to share with me how it went, what you ate, what was the best recipe, how surprised you were that your family members loved all your plant-based foods. Share it all with me on social media, or you can email me at yami, Y-A-M-I, at dryami.com. That's D-O-C-T-O-R-Y-A-M-I.com. I hope it was great. I'm actually recording this before Thanksgiving, so it's kind of like a flashback. So I'll tell you how my Thanksgiving was next week, but I'm super duper excited about my menu. I know it's going to be so amazing, delicious, I can't wait. This week's episode is gonna be a little different. I am going to share with you the introduction to my book. If you've already purchased my book, if you've already started reading it, thank you so much. I am so grateful. I am still waiting for those first Amazon reviews to start coming in. So if you've already finished, could you please drop me a review on Amazon? I really wanna know what you think. I'm sitting on pins and needles, like for reals. So people are telling me that they like it. People are really appreciating my book and I'm really grateful for that. So thank you so much. My book is called A Parent's Guide to Intuitive Eating, How to Raise Kids Who Love to Eat Healthy. And I wrote it because I think it's important to think about not just what to feed our kids, but how to feed our kids. And involved in that is how to feed ourselves. So I really hope that this book helps so many people and that it reaches you in such a loving and compassionate and empowering way. I really just hope it resonates with you and it speaks to you 
and it makes you feel really good and empowers you to feed yourself and your children in a health-promoting, loving, low-stress way. So that's what I'm really hoping that you get from this book. If you haven't already purchased my book, the way that you can do that is you can just go to Amazon or Barnes and Noble online and find it, or you can go to my website, dryami.com forward slash book. That's D-O-C-T-O-R-Y-A-M-I.com forward slash book. And all the links are there. The information is there. The other thing is if you haven't already signed up for my newsletter, I would love it if you did. There's two ways to do that. You can text the word fiber, F-I-B-E-R, to 66866. That's 66866, the word fiber, F-I-B-E-R. Or you can go to dryami.com forward slash sign up, S-I-G-N-U-P. And you can sign up for my newsletter. If you haven't already subscribed to my podcast, I would really appreciate if you did that. Rate and review it as well. I'd love to hear from you. Pretty soon I am going to start reading some listener reviews on the podcast. So that's coming up soon in 2020. So I would love it if you left me some reviews so that I can have things to read. (laughs) Thank you. And please, if you have read my book, like I said before, I would really appreciate an Amazon review. And you know how it is. On Amazon, I'm a compulsive review reader. Like I don't buy anything unless there's good reviews on there. So I would love it if you liked my book, if it resonated with you, If it empowered you, please take a moment to leave a review. I know we're all so busy and I hate asking you to do so many things, but I would just really appreciate it, especially if you think it will help other people. Remember that this podcast, as well as my book, is not a substitute for medical advice. Please seek the advice of your healthcare professional, especially if you have specific questions about yourself or your child or your family. That is a really important thing to do. Now, it is time to listen to the introduction to A Parent's Guide to Intuitive Eating, How to Raise Kids Who Love to Eat Healthy. I hope that you really enjoy it, and I hope that you have a plantastic day. Introduction. Trust yourself. You know more than you think you do. Benjamin Spock, pediatrician and best-selling author of The Common Sense Book of Baby and Child Care. Feeding our children can bring immense joy and incredible stress. We worry that our kids aren't eating enough or that they are eating too much. We become anxious over their growth, wondering if they are too small or too big. We even feel guilty that our kids aren't good vegetable eaters or that they prefer carbs to greens. Well-meaning friends and family members may comment on our children's eating habits or body size, sending us into a spiral of doubt and shame. On top of all this, we live in a fast-paced culture that values thinness 
and we as parents may struggle with our own body image and history of dieting. It's no wonder that mealtime becomes a battle zone for many families, leading to frustration, confusion, and tears for kids and moms alike. I've experienced every single one of these feelings and been in all of these situations. I might be a pediatrician, but at home, I'm a mom, and I've had to figure it out, sometimes the hard way. I'm grateful that motherhood has taught me some valuable lessons, though it has felt difficult at times. At this point in my career and motherhood, I know one thing for sure. It doesn't have to be so complicated. More great news. You don't have to be perfect. I'll be the first to tell you that I am far from perfect. Parenting has taught me to learn from my mistakes. I've learned that many of the food battles with our children stem from fear. It is trust, patience, and respect that lead to the creation of confident eaters. Intuitive eating is a philosophy that respects each person as an expert of their hunger and fullness signals. Instead of focusing on food rules, quantities, calories, and strict schedules, it is centered around supporting and guiding your child to navigate internal cues that indicate when, what, and how much to eat. Unfortunately, we aren't great at practicing intuitive eating in the United States because we don't trust ourselves. Much of this mistrust is driven by the desire to fit an ideal body size or to live up to an absolute healthy ideal. We rely on meal plans, fad diets, calorie and macronutrient counting, and other external indicators of when to eat. Believe me, I've tried all of these approaches before and I feel fortunate that I found intuitive eating and the health at every size philosophy. Health at Every Size and H-A-E-S, pronounced Hayes, are registered trademarks of the Association for Size Diversity and Health and used with permission. Health at Every Size principles emphasize a holistic approach to health, body size acceptance, social justice, and making physical movement and eating choices that are pleasurable and in tune with internal cues. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. More about this later, but first, let me tell you a little bit about how I got here. My story. My name is Jamilet Casorla Lancaster, also known as Dr. Yami to my patients. I am a board certified pediatrician, mother, health coach, and professional speaker. I'm passionate about the power that our diet and lifestyle habits have on our health, joy, and longevity. I have seen firsthand how these choices can prevent and reverse disease, both in my pediatric patients and my coaching clients. I live and breathe nutrition and lifestyle medicine because I know how important it is for me, my family, my patients, and my clients. But I wasn't always this way. I didn't grow up with the healthiest diet. 
As a child, I was labeled as a good eater by my family and was a proud member of the Clean Plate Club. I loved sugary cereal with whole milk, savored fried foods, and was not picky in the least. When I was in elementary school, I was a latchkey kid. Home alone in the afternoons, I ate for entertainment. I began to suffer from constant tummy aches and constipation. I would often go an entire week between bowel movements. When I did have a bowel movement, it was hard and painful. However, I thought this was normal because everybody in my family suffered from constipation. I never really associated my digestive problems with my diet and nobody else did either. As I grew older, my family worried that I was overeating. I went on my first 1200 calorie doctor prescribed diet at age nine and it worked. I lost weight. I'll never forget going to the doctor's office for follow-up and being told that by the next appointment, I would be so skinny that he wouldn't be able to see me behind his exam chart. I felt so proud. The validation that I received from losing weight triggered several decades of yo-yo dieting. In junior high, I was bullied by a group of girls who recommended that I go on the slim fast plan as they giggled. Of course, no diet ever led to the ideal weight and appearance I desired. I spent a lot of days feeling frustrated and depressed about my weight and my body. My first son was born during my fourth year in medical school. Having a child prompted my interest in nutrition. I was adamant about my son being exposed to a healthy diet and lifestyle. I wanted him to have the best chance possible for a healthy life but I also felt a lot of anxiety because I didn't want him to grow up fat like I did and suffer from bullying or chronic dieting. I was terrified that he would become an overeater like me and I watched him like a hawk. My pediatric residency was both an exciting and stressful time in my life. To cope with 80 hour work weeks and chronic sleep deprivation, I developed a vicious binge eating habit and used food frequently to soothe myself. I was frustrated by the control that food seemed to have in my life, but I couldn't seem to stop. It wasn't until a few years later that I hit rock bottom. It really should have been the happiest time of my life. I was married to my best friend. I had achieved my lifelong dream of becoming a community pediatrician and I had a beautiful house and family. My older son was a healthy six-year-old and we had just adopted our beautiful and joyful second son who was 18 months old. But in spite of all of this, I was miserable. I was anxious, depressed, and unhappy with myself and my binge eating was out of control. I would vacillate between trying to control every detail of my diet to eating everything in sight. I felt so ashamed by my actions, and even worse, I was irritable with my husband and children. I was also my own worst critic. One day, my oldest son, who was around six at the time, started sucking in his stomach and checking his reflection in the mirror frequently. He rapidly developed a self-consciousness about his body that was alarming. It was then that I realized the effect of my behavior this realization was a huge turning point. I knew that if I didn't address my relationship with my body and food, that it could potentially hurt my children and lead to the very issues that I was trying to prevent. 
I started working with a life coach who specialized in coaching women with eating disorders, and I learned about intuitive eating and health at every size. I decided I would stop dieting and weighing myself, and even though it was frightening, it was also incredibly liberating. I found joy in running. My body reached a comfortable equilibrium where I actually started to feel pride in my body without any need to restrict my food or to diet. Food became fun and pleasurable instead of the painful tug of war that it had been for so many years. I also began my journey in plant-based nutrition. Trying a plant-based diet for 30 days as an experiment changed my life. My chronic constipation was cured in just a few days. I felt more energetic, my brain felt calmer, and I had fewer urges to overeat. It would take me another month of research and investigation before I felt reassured that not only was this a safe option for my children, but it was actually health promoting. Change is not linear. I wish I could say that as soon as I had this initial breakthrough, I never struggled with food again. It would take several more years of gaining skills, knowledge, and practice to find a comfortable balance and relationship with food. And I admit, I am still learning, growing, and evolving in this area. I've had to develop patience with myself and my children, trusting that even though I am not perfect, everything will be okay. I have been a practicing pediatrician for over a decade now. The personal experience of growing up as a chubby child and subsequently developing a painful relationship with food in my body has also influenced the way I counsel families. I discuss nutrition and feeding in my office every single day. I find that many parents are anxious and confused. They are frustrated by the way that their child eats and worry that they don't eat enough vegetables. These worries often lead to food battles at the dinner table. My discussions with families have taught me so much. I wrote this book because I wanted to share what I have learned through my education, training, and experience in the hopes that it will help anxious and stressed parents who are trying to do the best that they can. I hope that after you listen to this book, you will feel more relaxed, confident, and empowered to feed your child. This book is organized into four main parts. Part one, how to eat, is all about the intuitive eating philosophy and how it can be applied to children. We will explore how your own history with food and your body image might influence how you approach feeding your children. I will also explain how to interpret growth charts and discuss the wide range of normal when it comes to body size in children. In part two, what to eat, I delve into the health benefits of whole plant foods. I also discuss how tastes develop and why it's important to remember as your little one acquires taste preferences. In this section, I will provide evidence-based information that will help guide your food choices, but I will also show you how it doesn't have to be all or nothing. In part three, setting the table for healthy eating habits, I discuss lifestyle habits that support healthy eating such as sleep, exercise, and stress reduction. In part four, feeding your child through the years, I go on to discuss some of the differences in feeding children from pregnancy through their high school years. Healthy eating habits begin before your little one is born. Each stage comes with different challenges. 
I will help you feel prepared for the joys and challenges of each stage of development. I will also discuss special circumstances around food and eating that families commonly encounter, such as social events, eating out, and familial differences. In the appendix, I review medical conditions such as illness, overweight, failure to thrive, constipation, ADHD, and other conditions that may change appetite. I also outline signs and symptoms of common eating disorders. Finally, I will present different reasons why you may want to seek professional help. After you finish this book, you can get started right away and start to ease the tension that may exist at your kitchen table. This is your journey, and I feel so grateful and honored to help guide you and walk alongside you on this path to health and joy. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you for tuning in, and I look forward to having you back again next week. A very special thank you to the band Rocket Surgeons for permission to use the broccoli song. To find out more about the Rocket Surgeons, please visit their website at rocketsurgeonsband.com or Facebook at Rocket Surgeons Music. Please subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Also, all of my social media links can be found in the podcast description. Send me a message and let me know what you think of today's podcast sharing is caring. Please share, rate, and review my podcast and drop me a line if you have ideas for future episodes. Thank you once again and have a plantastic day. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said. Done.